If you are ready to change the way people experience the transition to parenthood, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we interview postpartum professionals, academics and researchers, as well as parents with unique perspectives on postpartum. Whether you've been working with new families for decades or are brand new to postpartum care, we'd love you to join us. I'm your host, Julia Jones. Hello and welcome to Newborn Mothers Podcast. And today we have Chelsea, who uh, has a business called Mama's Modern Village. And Chelsea, your background is as a counsellor and I know uh, you're obviously a graduate of Newborn Mothers as well. And I know that you are making some really big moves in 2023 and I wanted to have you on the podcast to talk a little bit about your journey so far, but also your big vision for the future. I I often think that women in our space find it a little scary to really stretch themselves to those bigger dreams and I really admire that you have... um, really embrace that and you're taking those I was going to say steps it's more like leaps and bounds so I'm excited to have you on and and hear a bit more of that story and share that with our audience do you want to introduce yourself uh, in your own words oh well first of all I'm just really grateful to be here and to be talking with you I think you are like the leading inspiration for where I am today in my work and I'm just profoundly grateful for you and for this opportunity so wonderful pleasure to have you here Thank you. So, um, yeah, so I am a licensed clinical social worker um, and I have dedicated so much of my career up until about, gosh, right before COVID 2020 um, in working with uh, families in domestic violence and sexual assault. And so I've been the clinical director at a nonprofit agency for almost eight years. Um, And, you know, I, goodness, I was thriving in my career. and sitting on the board of directors at different nonprofits in my community, was a college professor, clinical director, doing all these things. And it wasn't until I became a mama myself that I was like, whoo, maybe, maybe something bigger is happening here. Because um, that already sounds big. So it's, I find it so fascinating when people like you who already have big careers decide to, that this is, this is it, you know. Oh, Absolutely. I think that it speaks to the need, I think, for um, obviously for the support of moms that I was just vastly underprepared for my transition into motherhood. And I, you know, I went from feeling like I was this very confident, had it all together, extremely motivated um, on my game woman to, whoa, who am I now? What are the, you know, values I have, the priorities in my life, et cetera. Um, and thank goodness for that Facebook algorithm. I don't know what it was that I was like Googling <laughs> at that time, but up to popped Julia Jones with newborn mothers. And I was like, ah, I must do this. Yeah, which is interesting because it's a little different to what you were doing before, but it also makes sense in terms of your values. Absolutely. I definitely agree. I think that, um, you know, I've been largely obviously working within the field of domestic violence and sexual assault, I predominantly was working with women um, and children. And I mean, the intersectionality of motherhood and who you are as a mother and, you know, the relationships that you have in which violence might be used against you is real. And so I was always kind of working with mothers in a very different setting. And so um, 
yeah, at, right before COVID, I was like, this is it. I'm going to, I'm going to take the leap and start to transition myself um, into supporting women all along their journey in motherhood with a particular focus um, in the postpartum. Yeah. And you did enroll right before COVID. It was February, 2020. <laughs> Yeah. And then the whole world (laughs) changed. (laughs) Um, So what have you been doing with that study? What kind of work has that led you to? Oh, my goodness. Where do I even start? I think um, it kind of like, like I said, I first felt really seen and I was like, oh, my goodness, there's a reason that like, you know, my partner and I have been feeling kind of alone. And it was (laughs) obviously COVID had a lot to do with that. But even prior to COVID, Um, and like your lessons on allo parenting and, you know, educating myself on how we went from really having our village of support pre-industrial, um, era to where we are now, like everything just started falling into place for me in terms of me being able to see myself, um, and my own motherhood journey. And so I took all of that and I dove, I dove deeper. Um, I, I'm incredibly grateful for the time that I spent with Dr. Athen at Columbia University, who's the leading expert on matrescence. And I was able to be mentored by her. Um, and so I, I just continued to dig deep, both in my own personal journey of becoming a mother, um, as well as professionally and with academics. Yeah, amazing. And you're doing uh, counseling work at the moment and tell me a little bit about you know I mean I guess I want to hear the power of that work but I also want to hear why you're moving away from that work as well because both of those things are really valid absolutely absolutely so I think um you know and I this is why specifically I chose to school where I did I chose to go to school where I did Um, in graduate school for social work was because it allowed me to have a dual concentration. So I could focus on the clinical side, which meant I was working one-on-one with clients, but then I also was able to have a shared focus um, and the social justice, social change side of social work. And I feel that you can't separate the two. My one-on-one work with my clients was going to inform um, kind of that social justice and social change side of social work I wanted to be involved in. But I also knew that in order to make any systemic change and be part of that, I needed to know what it was like um, and how it impacted people on the day to day. And um, so I, I really have been so honored and profoundly grateful for the opportunity to support women one-on-one with individual therapy. Um, and through all of that, you know, it's really only affirmed the education that I've been able to gain through my mentors. Um, I see it happening in real time. I see matrescence happening. I see their their struggle and their journey um, into kind of really owning who they are as both a woman and mother once they become a mother. And I, I feel this deep desire to be a part of that education, to be a part now of some of that more like almost systemic change that needs to happen in truly respecting a woman when she becomes a mother. So it's, it's again, that same idea of, of, you know, you need both, you need the one-on-one to inform the social change and you need the social change to affect change in the one-on-one. So that's where I'm headed. 
Yeah, I love that. And and I really agree with you on that, that the the education piece is really the paradigm shift and, and the idea that like sometimes women have no support and sometimes women have support but they have beliefs that mm. stop them from accessing that support. And so I think that's where this educational piece really works is being able to help women to understand that sometimes there is support and that they are feeling like they're not worthy or they're ashamed or they feel like they shouldn't need it, um, you know, and I know I guess I, I can see how that you can make such a difference with that educational piece even if you're not the one providing the support. Yes, yes, definitely. I think I think what you just shared speaks to speaks to this idea in motherhood, right? It's not a me problem, it's a we problem. Like so much of what, you know, mothers face and women face, you know, we've internalized it as a representation of our own lack or our own inability when truly it's the systems in place that have kept us oppressed or that keep us, you know, limited and reinforce those limiting beliefs we have. Um, from a very, very young age, um, being raised as girls in our more modern society. So tell me a little bit about that now that you've worked with a bunch of people and you can start to, in your one-on-one work, zoom out and see some of these patterns. You know, what are some of those key themes that you see coming up again and again? Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, I think that in my work, I've definitely honed into about four to six that continue to repeat themselves. And um, I really look at them almost as like the pillars of Mama's Modern Village. And um, so those are that it doesn't only take a village to raise a child, but it takes a village to raise a mom, right? Like we need, we're, when we give birth or become a mom, we too, as you, as you say as well, are, are born as mothers. And um, she is just as deserving as her newborn of care and support and nurturing and modeling um, and, you know, and, and have having those elders in her life that have been there and done that, that can pass on some of that wisdom um, and really kind of help to raise her as um, a mother. So that's definitely one of them. Um, another one is that you are always becoming a mom. It's not like, okay, wonderful. I've made the destination. I've given birth to my child and here I've arrived. It is a constant evolution of your becoming mama. And with every like developmental milestone that your child hits, you too have a change in your relationship with, with that child. And therefore your identity can shift um, as you're needed in a different way or in a different capacity. Loving this podcast? Check out our books at newbornmothers.com. Nourishing Newborn Mothers is a recipe book to nourish your mind, body, and soul after childbirth. And my second book, Newborn Mothers, was a bestseller. I know, I can't believe it either. It's about baby brain, village building, and how to find happiness in 21st century parenting. You can get the first chapter free of both books at newbornmothers.com books. Yeah, I can um, relate to that a lot at the moment. My daughter's 12, so we're on the cusp of a very big uh, parenting shift. So, yeah, I agree, always becoming a mama. Right, and and what that means for you now and, like, who the time you have free to get to invest in other identities. It's, mm. it's so true. I see that in my own self. I have an almost five-year-old and, 
I'm pretty much a newborn. And I'm like, wow, I was shifting out of, out of one stage and threw myself kind of right, right back, back in. <laughs> so here, I, here I go again. Yeah, I had a big age gap between my second and third. So I can, I can relate to that going, thinking like, oh, we're through. I oh, know we're right back at the beginning. <laughs> yes. Yes. And here we go. And here we go again. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell me another pillar. Um, um, oh goodness. Sorry. Right on the spot. Now I have to think of what they are. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm sorry. I I'm thrown you off because I changed the subject. That's so okay. So we had becoming um, a mama and. Oh, it takes a village to, yep. It takes yeah. a village to raise mama. And once postpartum, always postpartum, right? Like this idea that like postpartum ends six weeks after and we should be bounced back both physically, mentally, emotionally, all the, all the ways. Um, I just think that quite honestly, when I was like mothering a three-year-old, I needed meal trains almost more then than I did when I had a six week old baby. Um, and I know in my work with mothers that I've been, you know, that are supporting that children are 14 to 18 years old, they too, definitely desire that, you know, the check-ins and the drop-bys and someone helping, you know, with their housework that never ends. Um, so that's another pillar of mama's modern once postpartum, always postpartum. I love it. So now that you've had some experience and some ways of like, cause really your learning began a long time before you joined us at newborn mothers as well. So you're kind of integrating this into postpartum care and what will you do with that now that you you've kind of like distilled this this knowledge what's your next steps for being able to support um families well i'm very very excited about where i'm headed and um hope that the work that i've you know again been so honored to do more one on one with women i now will be moving towards um being able to have a larger impact I think I want to be a part so desperately of that renaissance that you call it. I want to be an active member, like a thought leader in that space. Someone who is, you know, shaking things up and helping to really, you know, reform policy and make policy change. And um, on that level, as well as just make it so that it, you know, a mom doesn't have to wait until she's you know, three years postpartum and has been feeling super disconnected from her partner if she has one and confused about her role and her career and, you know, um, just feeling somewhat undone to be able to go, oh, there's a reason for this. Mm. I, you know, I, I want, I want that to just be understood and not something necessarily that she has to go searching for. I want it to be told to her. And so that's my goal is that I get to move more into a place of education, make a larger impact um, within the world of mothers and women on their motherhood journey. And so much of that seriously, Julia, is thanks to you. Like I, I see you as such a thought leader in, in the realm of motherhood in general. Um, and you inspire me. I think that your philosophy and the work that you do, how you always, I think you would agree to this, take a social justice approach um, in your work. That's 
I'm so aligned with that and I feel empowered to be able to do so. So much of that is because of you. So thank you. Yeah, it's funny that you you see that in me, Chelsea, because I, I mean, particularly the social justice thing, most people might not realise that that was actually my, what I studied at university. So <laughs> for me, that was what came even before oh, postpartum care. So I, I love that you see that that underpins everything that I, I do. It absolutely does. No, I, I feel that. I feel, um, I guess, I guess in general, right? Like if you really think about it, when you're working to serve any um, more oppressed population, there's social justice involved to, uh, to a very huge degree. And so how can, how can the work we're doing supporting mothers not be social justice oriented? Yes, absolutely. I agree. One of the interesting things for me was after I finished university, I traveled in Asia and I did some volunteering work and, and I had already a good, strong idea of not interfering and rescuing and you know like I I had that training already but what was most surprising to me is that actually when I was there what I did was see how much better they supported families and how much better they integrated mothers and babies into society and I brought that home so you know rather than taking any of our western perspectives and ideals and like teaching them it was actually the total opposite experience of going like hang on a second I think we're doing something wrong, oh, you know? Humbling. Yeah, this isn't this isn't how we should be supporting women. Um, so, yeah, that was, you know, that was really how I came to this work. Um, so I love the big vision and I know there will be some people listening to this who are like, yes, yes, I want to be a thought leader. I want systems change. I'm, I'm here for all of that. And there will be other people who are like, that's a bit much. I think I just want to work with mums in their homes and and cook meals. And that's a completely valid career. And and what you've been saying again and again is we need both. Both Mm -hmm. of those things are really critical to this transition. And so when we look at the nuts and bolts of like how you're going to do that, um, what does it look like for you? You're, You're moving online you've created a course. Uh, and I know you have some bigger, longer term dreams as well. So do you want to oh tell gosh, us about you're like, make me talk about those too? <laughs> of course, There's accountability in this, Julia. Now Chelsea, I really have to do it. Chelsea and I work very closely together in a mastermind. She's, she's in our magic mastermind. And so I know these things about you, Chelsea, you've told me offline. So here we are. That's true. <laughs> So, so yeah, I, um, I'm so excited to probably towards the end of 2022, um, be launching my becoming mama program in which I've really taken all of, you know, the, the research ultimately that I have gained in just providing one-on-one therapy to the women I work with, then the mentorship that I've had, um, and distilled it into six pillars that, in, in my eyes, really um, support a woman's transition, her matrescence into the, into that of mother, whether, you know, she's expecting, or she's in her postpartum, those early months postpartum are quite honestly, like very applicable to really all, (laughs) all mothers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And so that program, yeah, with these lessons, um, will hopefully really support a woman to respect her role 
um, as both a woman and a mother. And that I am so excited about because that program will allow me to do the education side of things. Mm, yeah. And then the and longer then... term, <laughs> I know the dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, longer term, I, I want to, you know, have a TED talk, one or two of those. I want to write a book. Um, I love, love writing. Um, that's definitely a passion of mine. And so getting published and being on someone's shelf that they can pick up whenever they're, you know, needing, needing to feel seen or validated in their journey. I want to be, I want to be that name. I want to be one of the go-tos that's able to, able to do that for them. Yes. I love it. I love both of those steps. I love where you come from. I love it all. Do you want to tell people a little bit about where they can find you and, and what their next steps are? Absolutely. So um, my website is mamasmodernvillage.com. Um, and there, you know, please feel free to join our five days to slowing down challenge, um, which honestly is meant to really help you connect back into your intuition and slow you down so you feel a little bit less reactive um, in in all of motherhood, which is very common. Um, but I also have the ability then to grab your email. And with that, we can stay in touch with one another. And you will be the first to know when the Becoming Mama program drops and all the other exciting information that I'm sure will be percolating in 2023. Yeah, very exciting. Perfect timing for busy mums in the holiday season yes. to be slowing down so I Definitely. think that's really really lovely thank you so much Chelsea it's been a pleasure to chat do you any have any last thoughts you want to share no I'm just I'm really grateful to you I know okay maybe I do at one point <laughs> <laughs> at one point I definitely remember there was a post this is just you know again kudos to you Julie I just have so much gratitude for where I am in my career again, thank you, Facebook, I should be saying. Um, but I referred to you as the Mother Teresa of, of the motherhood realm. And again, I just think that that's who you are to me. That's, uh, and I'll get teary eyed, but that's really, that's how much you've changed my life and the tra trajectory I'm on and I'm going into. So thank you. Oh, Chelsea, that is such a kind thing to say and means a lot to me because I grew up either wanting to be Mother Teresa or Florence Nightingale. So <laughs> look at that. Yeah, so that's a beautiful thing to say. Thank you so much. And uh, oh. we'll share all your links in the comments. And it's been beautiful to hear your story. And thank you for sharing bravely about some of those things that don't exist yet as well, because that's um, it's really powerful. Yeah, I put it out there. <laughs> Yep, yep. Let's get you a TED Talk and publishing deal. Let's do Here it. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm on board. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Chelsea. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Here at Newborn Mothers, we believe that every family has the right to high-quality postpartum care. If you want to join us, learn more at newbornmothers.com. And if you like this podcast, we'd really love you to leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.